This is the Final Whistle podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team. The final score, Wrexham 3, Sheffield United 3. I'm Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC and I'm still not quite sure I know what happened. I don't think I've looked at a game (laughs) twice in such detail as this one. That's why this podcast is late. (sighs) Wow. I mean, what a game of football in terms of excitement, in terms of quality, in terms of everything. Were we robbed? Were we not? (laughs) Oh, my word. There was so much incident. There was so much to think about. What a game of football. Huge credit to both sides for producing a spectacle like that in front of the most remarkable atmosphere. I mean, I've got to say, having looked back on TV, (laughs) did not do the atmosphere justice. That was an incredible night at the racecourse. Wow. (laughs) And we do it all again next week. So, Sheffield United, second in the championship and what, 15 points ahead of third place? They're going to have to pull off a, a major collapse to not be in a Premier League next season. They picked a pretty strong team. It wasn't full strength, but there were a lot of very, very good players who've been important to them this season in the lineup. Uh, Wrexham went full strength. That might sound like a daft thing to say, but we did rotate at Coventry. And, well, the scene was set. And within 62 seconds, Wrexham were behind. Sheffield's getting a corner straight away on the right-hand side. Uh, The ball swept in by Doyle. Great run by McBurney to the near post. And a terrific header. No chance for Howard. And Wrexham was stunned. But the hammer blows hadn't stopped there. They just kept on coming. Because Jordan Tunnicliffe picked up a a nasty injury. Which looks like it will put him out for a while. As the goal was scored. He had to go off. So Max Cluith came on. And then soon after that, Aaron Hayden pulled up, had to go off for treatment, came back on. And had to go off again, permanently this time. James Jones replacing him. Tom O'Connor dropping into the back three. Wow. I mean, at that point, you really thought, it's a tough task anyway, but boy, are we up against it now. Wrexham 1-0 down against a team of Sheffield United's calibre. And we've just lost two of our three centre-backs. Goodness me, for the first time in a long time, it felt glum. And not only that, Sheffield United were offering some real quality going forwards. Norwood was pulling the strings up front. Jebison's pace and movement was terrific. And alongside him, Ollie McBurney had got the goal. His hold-up play and his ability to find players as turning it around the corner was fantastic. You could really see the quality of them. Their technique was terrific. They could really work tight angles and tight triangles in very enclosed spaces with lots of Wrexham players around. And... They could do it at pace. I mean, they were quality. And every time they came forwards in the first half hour, you just felt, right, OK, this could easily be a goal. Wrexham defended manfully. And as I'll say in a moment, Howard also really kept us in the game. But we did have moments too. 12th minute, Ford popping the ball down the right-hand side. Mullen racing after it. The keeper, Davis, comes out. A Welsh international keeper. Looked like it was his ball to me, but somehow Mullen accelerated, just got there first, flicked the ball past him and went down. I've got to say, from our angle and live, it looked like a bang-on certain penalty. 
having seen the replays, yeah, there isn't a penalty. But I tell you what, it's a very well timed going to ground by Mullen because it could easily have fooled the ref. Referee did really well on that occasion. He'd be in the middle of things on the ref a lot, and I think basically Wrexham will feel a little aggrieved about it. At the other end, Wrexham was still under pressure, but we were making chances. A long throw from Toza. Davis, the keeper, comes under pressure from Mullen. He fumbles it. It drops for O'Connor, who on the turn eight yards out just can't put it on target. The difficult chance, to be fair, but she had to snatch at. But Sheffield United were really looking threatening. McAtee feeding a good ball to Jebison, who came surging down the right channel, real pace. Howard did brilliantly to get out and just make himself wide as he hit the ground so that he just took the ball out. Really good work, brave at Jebison's feet. And a minute later, again, danger. This time, McBurney dropping off, turning it round the corner. McAtee hitting a powerful shot from the edge of the area. O'Connor did well to track him and get the block in. But, like I said, they were looking so threatening. And Howard was, was having to, to earn his keep. A nice ball forwards from the back found Jebison. He surged down the right channel again. Managed to just nick the ball between McFadgen and O'Connell. And drive in a shot across Howard. A really good sharp save by Howard. Low to his right strong wrists to push the ball away to safety. And a couple of minutes again, McAtee from 25 yards out hitting an absolute beauty it was swerving and dipping and it was going inside the right post a left post sorry and again Howard did well to get across and push the ball clear so at that point Wrexham battling against the odds a goal down lost two key players the defense now contains a substitute and a midfielder alongside Toza and we're battling and doing ourselves proud but it's looking bleak however around the half hour mark we actually started not only to be threatening but we really started to, to get a bit of a grip on the game and from there on in although Sheffield United retained their goal threat it was Wrexham's match Mullins sort of started off the process getting the ball and driving a shot from 25 yards which went over the bar if he'd been another five yards back it would have been in the top corner and then as we hit seven minutes of added time because there were like I said the stoppages for the injuries uh Wrexham really started to turn up the pressure, Lee doing well, popping the ball into the box, Mullen backing in, going to ground, claiming that Ahmed Ardjech had pulled him down, the referee rightly turned that down, it was cleared up the pitch and Howard did brilliantly to get out of his box and just beat Jebison to it, I mean it was very well judged. It's not just that, but Jebison being so quick, you know, Howard could look at it and think, I can get there first, but don't you try and take into account the pace of a striker. He did make it, though. Terrific stuff. Then, great ball over the top by Howard early after a header from a corner had been saved. Mullen racing onto it, running at the last defender, Bogle, skins in down the right channel, drives on into the box. There's no support, so although the angle isn't too promising, he has to hit it. He hits real power. Too straight, but Davis can't handle it, and he just pushes it back into the goal mouth. Luke Young has by this time managed to get up in support. He goes for it. Bogle goes for it. Young goes down. They haven't shown replays from a decent angle, so I don't want to definitively comment on this. But it looks like a penalty to me. They're both going for the same ball. Young seems to just get there first and nick it until Bogle hits him. Wrexham very unlucky not to get the penalty and were nearly punished as well because again the ball's driven forwards and, and the ever-effescent 
Jebison, who's driving at two defenders, Tozer did ever so well to track him, cover and nick it off him in the box. But the last danger of the half was uh, Wrexham. McAtee with a sloppy backwards pass, which put Basham into trouble. Palmer trying to get onto it. Basham in midfield has to make a tackle. He does well to make the tackle, or Sheffield United are wide open. But the ball falls to Mullen, running at the last defender, Egan. Right on the edge of the box, centre of the D, he just nicks past Egan, who legs him over. Everyone's screaming for a penalty. The referee correctly says not, but... Again, for me, I know I'm biased, but it's an absolute cast-iron red card for Egan. He's, well, a foul's been given, so no point in debating that. It's a definite foul. Uh, Mullen is about a foot outside the box, right through the middle. I can only assume that what saved Egan is that the referee felt another defender was coming back to cover. The, the defender was a good stride behind Mullen. He was never going to stop Mullen getting a shot off. I'm sorry, it's a clear goal-scoring opportunity. Uh, astonished that the red wasn't given. Mullen ran up for the free kick and smashed it and hit the wall. And Wrexham went in one goal down. Uh, there was a great tweet coming in from one of our regular correspondents on Ask Wrexham, spitball idea, saying about, after about 20 minutes, we need to get this in at 1-0. We've done that. And yeah, as he said, kicking it towards our fans, it might be different. The second half from Wrexham was scintillating absolutely in control, made chance after chance. Gosh, what a performance. Fourth minute of the half, a ludicrous scramble, again from a, a Tozer throw after Davis failed to deal with it. Shots were coming in, Davis blocked one, Cleworth had a shot cleared off the line, another shot was hit in, and a defender did really well because it was goal-bound to adjust and get a foot to it and poke it away. Remarkable scramble, but Sheffield United didn't get away with it this time. It went out for another throw. Toza hurled it in. It dropped off a defender into the goal mouth, and James Jones did ever so well to stretch across the defender who looked favourite to get there and acrobatically just get a poke onto it from close range and knock the ball past Davis. It looked like he maybe slightly shinned it, and Davis misjudged it. And Wrexham were deservedly level. Cue scenes of delirium, something we'd be used to by the end of the match. Wrexham kept pushing on. Toes of another long throw that was only half cleared. Lee, with no real sight of goal on the edge of the area, tried a volley, put it wide. Oh my gosh, though, the contact on it. If he'd managed to put it on target, it would have been sensational. Then, Wrexham driving forwards. Toza putting the throw in. It half cle cleared back to him. He drove to the edge of the area. Did well to ride a tackle when he looked like he'd lost it. And then from the edge of the box, hit a powerful shot, which was on target, but hit a defender and deflected just wide to the left post. Again, only a temporary reprieve because the corner came in and O'Connor met it six yards out and slammed it home to put Wrexham ahead. It was... Uh, a ball in which basically hit a defender right in front of the keeper. He couldn't do anything about it. It bounced off and O'Connor pounced on it, went for power, smashed it into the centre of the net. And at that point, everything was pushing in Wrexham's favour. But Sheffield United class. They made attacking substitutions. They brought on the quality players like Undai and Sharp. 
and they started to put pressure on. They equalised swiftly, which I think was crucial. A cruel goal to concede, but if in all honesty, a goal which was created because Sheffield United had pulled our defence apart, stretched us, and were able to cause problems. A shot coming in from the edge of the box, well blocked, came out to Oliver Norwood. And I mean, you know, he's a great player, great technique. He hits it on the edge of the area with his right foot. Toza makes a good block, but Norwood is quick, latches onto it, and hits it first time with his left foot into the bottom right corner the more you look at it you realize what an excellent finish it is Howard's gone down trying to cover the first shot the ball spins loose Tozer is coming across to try and cover Howard is getting up and recovering and coming across and so Norwood just keeps his cool first time left foot just puts it back across them and neither of them can naturally adjust in time great work and for another five or six minutes United have their best spell the second half and their real chance to actually maybe come away with the win. Norwood's again doing well to feed the ball forwards to Bogle, who had a terrific run from right to left into the box, deep into the box, before hitting a shot which went off target. Then Jebison pulling the ball over to the edge of the area, Bogle having another go but not able to put it on target. And then in the 71st minute, a key moment as Jebison receives a red card. It was a, a strange-looking incident. An instant off the ball. Play continued, but obviously the fourth official was speaking to the referee. And the ref stopped play. Now, if the ref's going to stop play on the say-so of the fourth official, the fourth official's pretty sure this is going to be a serious incident. He comes over, has a long conference with the fourth official, and shows Jebison the red card. The, again, the replays are not terribly helpful. In fact, the BBC kept showing a replay of the afters because Toza then barged into Jebison off the ball and he got a yellow. But there is, you can, the distance you can see that just before then, Toza was standing there, Jebison's run up behind him and, and looks to have hit him with his elbow and his back. And the referee, got this fourth official rather, has seen it. And yeah, it looks correct. A stupid thing to do off the ball in front of the bench because the fourth official was right there. And the fourth official had the guts to actually do something about it. So foolish from Jefferson. He was off and Wrexham thought go for the throat. So we did that thing we usually do to try and chase games. Off came McFadgen and on came Sam Dolby. So we've now got a very attacking diamond in midfield. Palmer and Dolby up front, Mullen behind them. Lee is one of the flank men in midfield. This is called going for it. And we did go for it. Toza hurls in a throw-in. O'Connor gets it really well to win the header, but puts it over the bar from about 10 yards out. Then, a hugely controversial and dramatic moment. 81st minute, Dolby on the left-hand side, drives in a cross. It hits Ahmed Hodges's hand, his left hand. Now, again, it's a... We can see it either way. For me, it's a penalty. I know I'm biased, but his arm is not a long way away from his body. I accept that. But it's not tucked into his body either. And the ball's hit at him from about 15 yards away. He's got a clear sight of it. So it's not as if he couldn't get his hand out of the way. It, it, it's a handball for me. The ball ricochets to Palmer, who does brilliantly to smash a heck of a shot which hits the underside of the bar, drops down and bounces up. Palmer wheels away in celebration, but the referee plays on. He's correct. It bounces down oh, a foot off the line. Terribly unlucky. I think Palmer may have realised it as well. 
But of us may be thinking that in the absence of goal line technology, if he ran away and made a convincing enough celebration, he might have convinced an uncertain official to put his flag up. But anyway, correct decision there, but for me, a penalty. Wrexham just kept pushing and pushing. Nice combination of play between Palmer and Lee on the left flank. They feed Dolby, who cuts into the box and drills it across the face, but nobody's able to get a touch on the end of it. And then in the 86th minute, Wrexham take the lead, deservedly. Young, who won so many tackles in the middle of the pitch, winning an excellent tackle deep in his own half and immediately feeding the ball forwards. And well, Wrexham, with this gung-ho approach, have got a three-on-three break. Mullen plays it beautifully, feeds it out at the right time to Dolby running into the box. Dolby does ever so well to get round his man and pull it back in. Mullen's got a glorious chance eight yards out and takes a bad touch for, the, for once. It bobbles up, hits his shin and sits back down again. It's a bit stuck between his feet. He digs out a shot. It goes through a defender and then through Davis's legs and wrecks him ahead. Fortunate? Maybe. But on the other hand, he kept his cool when, when the initial easy chance didn't fall his way and scored it. Sensational stuff. The crowd are going crazy. And in the 90th minute, we get a chance to properly wrap it up. The ball... Played forwards, Basham, horrible defending, turns his back on it, it hits his shoulder and drops for Dolby, who does ever so well to latch onto it. He's about a yard ahead of Basham. Basham really tears up to try and put pressure on him. Dolby somehow manages to hold him off. He's one-on-one, -on -one, but his finish is wild and it flies wide and over the bar. And the chance is gone. And Wrexham would eventually be punished. Sheffield United started knocking the ball forwards taking chances, getting the ball in and around the Wrexham area, and it was looking threatening. Finally, a ball's played in, and Dye has a header, which goes just wide, but moments later, they win a corner on the right-hand side. It's swept in, and Wrexham will be so disappointed. Dolby, on the in, in the middle of the six-yard box, stretches, and it just takes the tiniest flick off him, which deceives Ford. Ford, I think, has got it covered, but it drops just behind him. Egan, the man he's marking, is running in, and it's a, either a lucky or a brilliant finish because he, he can't get his foot to it, but he manages to run through the line of the ball. It hits his shin, and it flies in. Howard has been wrong-footed and falls and can't do anything about it. It hits him and ricochets up into the roof of the net. What an incredible turn of events. The fifth of the seven added minutes... Surprisingly, the ref doesn't add on any more time onto the seven because Wrexham are really trying to go for it to get a winner in, in the absolute last knockings. Cruel for Wrexham. But what a remarkable, incredible game of football. It's got to be said, Sheffield United are superb at set pieces. They've got a reputation for really taking advantage of them. <laughs> If you don't lose your two centre-backs in the first 10 minutes, maybe we defend that goal better. I know it's a ifs and buts, but when you lose a, a key defender, you're going to have you know have issues in terms of sorting out who's marking whom. When you lose two, there's always a chance that that's going to happen. It's cruel, but it's true. Individual performances, how the heck do I quantify those? Because th th there was such heroism on the pitch for Axum, honestly. Every single one of them hit levels that were magnificent. 
and we had a heck of a job picking man of the match because probably anybody could have been it. I mean, Howard's his saves in the first half, despite the fact that we had so much of the game, kept us in it, in all honesty. He was terrific. Uh, then looking across the back, well, the two centre-backs went off before you could judge them. Cleworth came on, was magnificent. I mean, what a young talent he is. He was terrific handling really high-quality strikers. Jebison trying to back into him, Cleworth uh, would not be moved. He was superb, and as always, he came forwards effectively too. On the other side, O'Connor did tremendously well. I mean, he was a great threat from set pieces going forwards, but his defending was terrific. He's not a specialist defender, but goodness me, he did well. Toza, well, Toza was Toza. Loads of really great defending, strong blocks, leading by example, driving us forwards couple of super switches and those long throws of course which again caused real problems in midfield well once we adjusted we had James Jones in midfield and as ever he was full of industry as ever he was able to to break forwards link things well grab the goal as well a terrific performance young the number of tackles he won was fantastic he also was driving us on and had a, had a really really good game um I didn't mention he had a long-range shot that was parried as well by the keeper. I forgot. That was a scramble, wasn't it? When I said that scramble, before Young nailed one from 25 yards, keeper parried it. He didn't do well, Davis. Um, and they managed to scramble it away. Sorry, I forgot about that. Uh, also midfield, Elliot Lee. What a player. I mean, he's just so good. He, he slides in and goes to ground far too much, and yet he seems to be able to do it. He wins the ball. His tackling was terrific. His tracking back was good. And then creatively, you know, he scared the Sheffield United defenders as much as he scared the National League defenders. Wonderful, wonderful stuff. The wing-backs, forward again, terrific. Such good technique, receiving long passes, awkward passes so well. He kept running at his man, trying to get crosses in. He put some good deliveries in. McFadden on the other side was really feisty. He was up for the battle against his old team. He won good tackles. He was driving forwards all the time and was involved so much. He was sacrificed purely tactically. He had a good game. And then up front, well... Mullen was our man of the match, and I'll stand by that, although, like I said, everyone at the standards were high, and O'Connor probably pushed him. Um, but Mullen was working from the start, was a constant threat. The centre-backs did not enjoy Mullen. He had the beating of them. He really did. Uh, he won his individual battles against them. He was outstanding. So glad he got a goal at the end. He deserved it. Ollie Palmer did ever so well, too. You know, physically fighting against them. Uh, that terrific shot that hit the bottom of the bar was so unlucky. There was some really nice link-up play from him. And when Dolby came on, you know, he only had 15 minutes, but he made an impact. He, he set up a goal, had a good one-on-one -on -one chance, put the ball in, that should have been a penalty, and he was a real presence. We asked so many questions of United, and I'll tell you what, after the game, the BBC Sheffield guys were next to us, including Carlos Arba, remember him, the excellent striker for Sheffield United, and Gillingham. And they both said Wrexham absolutely dominated it and deserved to win easily. Well, you know, those are kind words, but they're accurate. This was utterly magnificent from Wrexham. Wow, what a team we're supporting right now. It was a, an honour to be there and a pleasure too. And like I said before, we go again next week. Whew, could be interesting. The final score of Wrexham 3, Sheffield United 3. I'm Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC. This is the Final Whistle Podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team.